0: Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, The STEM List, wherein where we talk about women in STEM, their stories, and also STEM news. Today, I have uh, Jocelyn with me, who is majoring in aerospace engineering and astrophysics. Hi, welcome to The STEM List. So, tell us more about yourself.
1: Hello, Sonia. Thank you for having me in this Stemness podcast. My name is Jocelyn Kispe. I am Peruvian-American and I am an undergraduate student and my majors are aerospace engineering and astrophysics. So as an undergraduate student, I get to study all the requirement courses for the upper division classes before I transfer to a four-year university. The main objective about my field so far is space exploration. The way that that I have begun my involvement in the field is by becoming a tutor at Los Angeles Pierce College in the physics and astronomy department also have participated in the NASA Space academies both of them are called the MCA and the MPWEE. and currently I am a NASA ambassador for the NASA Lucy mission thank you aerospace engineering sounds
0: really fascinating Tell us more about your field.
1: What is so interesting about my field of aerospace engineering and astrophysics is that we are currently on a global event of space exploration that will be remembered for the rest of human history because we are about to send people on the moon and Mars. So whenever you see a rocket, probe, satellite going out of space, There's a team of professionals, professors, engineers, students in many fields around the US and the world that fought for it. My field is a global contribution, and many fields I needed to accomplish our goals. I got the chance to meet other people, especially around the world, for the same purpose, to launch a rocket to write a proposal or to study the universe. I like space engineering because I like to have the contribution in being in a teamwork. I like it because aerospace engineering means to one day for me to be able to contribute to a launch of a rocket in space. On the other hand, I like astrophysics because I love to study the universe. Ever since I had a memory as a kid, I really was fascinated about what is going outside of our own home called the solar system. Nowadays, my main interest in in astrophysics is gravitational waves and dark matter. And for aerospace engineering is to get involved in the process of launching a rocket. In some way, I think I like the mystery and the darkness of what is out there, outside of, this, of our solar system. It's very interesting. So, what are your
0: interests outside your work? How do you manage work-life balance?
1: So, fancy work and free time is very important to me so what I do is either I read something that I want to that is that can be either STEM or not STEM related I watch shows, documentaries, movies, films on my free time they can even be STEM related or not too. I am currently watching Jujutsu Kaisen which is an anime that I find very interesting Aside from that, I'm also watching Cosmos by Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think balancing um, work life or work activities that are not STEM related related or STEM related is very important for mental health because when you put yourself to match on STEM related activities you can forget about what was your passion initially aside from those activities something that i do is that i like to cook uh, whenever i want to i love finding new recipes and delicious ones too before the pandemic i used to swim twice a week and i really loved it because it made me feel like another person without worries and responsibilities so i recommend for anyone that is going to school college or universities is to balance educational life with something fun and relaxing that you can enjoy
0: tell us um, any interesting projects that you've been working on lately or that um, you have been involved in
1: so currently I am a ambassador for the NASA Lucy mission and what that means is that I get a chance to talk about the Lucy mission to universities, colleges, libraries, and high schools, etc. We are currently on training though, so in the meantime, I am involved in the field of science communication and I have an Instagram profile. On a YouTube channel where I talk about astronomy related topics. You can follow me at the Instagram as AstroJossily. Josie is spelled as J H O S Y and Astro as Astronomy. So, so together they are Astro Josie and the youtube channel is right now mainly in spanish but it's called La Superunatic so if you, if you want to know about it and want to check it out and you know spanish and like astronomy I can spell it for you so it is spelled as L A space S U P E R U-N-A-T-I-C So I hope you check it out and probably follow me there if you want to, of course. Now, what I have done um, before getting involved in this is that I have gone to the MCA and NPWEE space academies where we learn about how to do a proposal, doing a probe and working in groups. These academies are very impressive though because you when you get in there the first day it feels like you are doing a real probe and you are writing a real proposal and the people who train you there seems to be all like it's in real life and of course you work with amazing people in groups You get a chance not to only grow as a person in the field but also growing as a person in life you learn to be a group a good group member a group a good teammate and you can even learn to be a great leader even if you are not one You always have the chance to learn from others. Now, regarding research, I had the opportunity to enter to one, yet due to some issues and due to the pandemic, I had to drop it. Yet, that's how life is. Sometimes the current situation is not in your favor. But the idea is to never give up and make your own path. Even if all the doors seem to be shut.
0: Never give up. So true. How did you get into STEM and what motivated you in this area?
1: I have received these same questions so many times. But to be honest, I don't know. I don't know um, what got me to be so much in passion about STEM, and what motivates me to be in STEM. Um, I have no idea. Um, but I can tell you this. Since I had a memory as a kid, there was nothing else that I wanted to do but to become one day, to be an astronomer. And for a little kid, going to my grandma's town that is located far away from the capital of Peru seeing the skies that are clear and so beautiful and not so much contaminated as other places whenever it's at night you can see all of the stars on it and it seems just magnificent there's so many of them it's like an ocean full of little gems is such a, a not only a romantic but also quite beautiful moment and as a kid once wa- One wonders why not right? Why not to become an astronomer? and keep seeing the beautiful skies at night. Tell me, how can I not fall in love with space and want to dive into this mysterious dark ocean? That's why I wanted to become an astronomer. Everything began since I was a kid in my grandma's town at night. I guess in some way this is what they call true love at, at first sight, right? You see something and then you just fall in love for it. And it lasts a lifetime. That's how I felt. And that's how I am feeling whenever I remember that. Whenever I'm studying, and whenever I'm learning something new about the universe that's how i interpret my passion for astronomy it is true love it has no reason to be there it's just something that is meant to be at least for me
0: oh so romantic so you discovered your passion for astronomy while gazing sky um tell us more about your future goals
1: so my future, my future goals um in the STEM field at least is to one day to be able to work at NASA it could be either as a aerospace engineer or as a future astrophysicist after that maybe what I would like to do in the future after working in NASA of course is to become an astronomy professor either in the US, in Europe, or in Peru, my home country. They sound like very humble jobs what I want to do in the future, but something I had always loved to do at least so far um, since I am a tutor is to I would love to teach and inspire and spread. Science and the science communication, the science method, to the new u- to the new generation. I guess in some way in the future, I would like to become something like Carl Sagan was, when he inspired many kids and many adults, and teach and taught at least about the wonders of the universe. I'm
0: pretty sure with your determination and passion we will be seeing you soon in NASA um, any challenges or struggles you face in your journey
1: So some um one of the um difficulties or challenge as you want to call it and um, they had i think it can be summarized by the islamic persian poet rumi and he said this in a quote your worst enemy is hiding within yourself well my in this case is my own mind um, the reason why I'm saying this is because I actually suffer from PTSD. And this sometimes leads uh, to having imposter syndrome. Sometimes things seem that they won't work out, and sometimes this can be for random reasons. Sometimes, they don't need to make sense but they do affect me on my work, on my on my view of myself because sometimes I feel like I am underqualified in every way. Yet, something that I always try to say to myself, at least, is that Even if this is true, even if I think I am maybe underqualified, there is nothing bad about making one step, even if it's a little bit, but do it at each day, do a little step each day to make it better. Because on the long run, run, you will see a big difference by making those little steps every day one after the other that's why um, in, when I have time I try to relax and enjoy and enjoy life yet um, when things become uh, too difficult I reach out to professional help, maybe going to a psychologist, so in some way I'll say that there is no limitation from your mind from becoming a scientist, because I am doing it too. Sometimes it might be difficult.
0: Do you think that there need to be more girls in STEM and if so
1: why? So I think um, everything that I said was a motivational talk, at least um, hopefully, I don't know, I, I, I hope I did my best, um, but now about some tips that I will advise to students uh, when they're studying either physics or astronomy is probably ask um, about tests or previous exams uh, from the courses you are taking with a particular professor that you are taking, of course. You can ask a friend uh, that took the class or you can ask a tutor or, or the professor about it. This is a great way to study for an exam. I have done it before and it prepared me very well and I really felt um, ready to take the exam before doing that, is putting yourself in the environment and if you, don't, if you do it multiple times it becomes um, very familiar um, once you take the actual test. Also something that I will recommend um, for a tip in studying in a course, is to never be afraid to ask questions to the professor, maybe a teammate, uh, a tutor, or an ex-alumni. Um, just something that I always have mentioned to my tutees um, in the college that I work for, is that I always tell them this on the first day I work and it goes like this, Carl Sagan said this once, there are naive questions, tedious questions, ill-phrased questions, questions that put, uh, put after inadequate self-criticism. But every question is a cry to understand the world. There is no such thing as a as a stupid question. So in other words is not to be afraid. I really hope this help um to any of you. And if you are in STEM or want to be in STEM, don't hesitate. Just pursue it. Just go and do it. In you you basically live only once, you know? So, you never know if it's the right thing for you. Thank
0: you so much for taking out your time. And it was a pleasure to have you on my podcast. And see you soon, guys, next week.